So why do you think they wrote a song about Mesa, Arizona? I have no idea. First of all, I have no idea. But I think... It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a good bit, is okay. make someone ask a question and just say, I don't know. That's why a, would you ask me that's that? A, that's, that's a great bit. That is, it's like, why'd you have me ask you that then? <laughs> the, the, the joke is that right before we started recording, I said, just ask me why they wrote a song about Mesa, Arizona. And then I just said I didn't know. No, uh, So here's here's my actual answer to that. I think that they're like, they probably toured through Mesa at some point, right? Like they, you know, uh-huh. probably played a show at like the Nile basement or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they played a show at the Nile. And yeah. they were like, you know, what the fuck is this weird town? It's just like stretches and stretches of like oh bland God. suburbia. Like who would who would want to live there? Who would wa- who would settle down in fucking Mesa, Arizona? And they're like, oh man, I know who would settle down in Mesa, Arizona. <laughs> is uh, uh... Is the, these people that we're going to write a song about who are, like, having a weirdly slowly disintegrating relationship? Yeah. Or, I guess, um, I don't know if that explains, I don't know if that is your parents' relationship, but this is, this is coming after my parents. Oh, yeah. This, <laughs> this song is, is coming after my parents. This is all of our parents' relationships, I think. This is, <laughs> this is a song about your parents if you grew up anywhere near Mesa, Arizona, which, well, Absolutely. we both basically did. Right, like you. Yeah, no, yes. You I grew. Up, I grew up in. No, I grew up in County Land. Oh. Um. So I was in. I was in County Land. I wasn't even in Mesa. Um. Uh, yeah, I was just outside the bounds of the city. And I was in Tempe, which is. Yeah. I mean, it borders Mesa. Like, like East yeah, Mesa it, is. There are parts of Tempe that you could you literally walk a little bit, and you're in East Mesa. Yeah, exactly. Mesa, you're, Mesa you're is in like West Mesa, I guess. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Mesa is, like, for, for those who have never been to Mesa, Arizona, it's approximately the size of, like, all of Canada. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's massive. To, like, it's like it a is, province. It is fucking huge. It is, I think, bigger bigger than Rhode Island or, like, one of those small states that doesn't really fucking matter. And um, also, like, in terms of population, apparently it's in, like, the top, I don't know, 20 cities in yeah. America or something like that. Like, it's crazy yeah. just the amount of, like, the ridiculous amount of people that there are there. Yeah, and no I mean, one's like, heard it's, of it's, any of them. Like they're not. They're, Mesa is known for absolutely nothing. Yeah, um, Mesa is not a is uh, Mesa is not a great place to raise a family or to try to keep a marriage together. Right. Um. <laughs> and we'll get there. But we'll, we'll get there. We're not. We're not projecting at all. <laughs> thought we'd settle down in Mesa, Arizona, and I thought you'd heard the words, the words that I told you. And I like this because it's already like, oh, and hey, by the way, you aren't fucking listening to me. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know who the person is that they're telling this to yet. You know, like it's the very first line, but it's already off the bat. You're like, oh god, this is like, these people are in some shit. Like they're in Mesa, which is already terrible, and yeah. now they're like, this one person is like passive aggressively being like you know i thought that you heard what i said but apparently you didn't so i think there's i think there's like a couple of ways to interpret this very first couplet thought we'd settle down in mesa arizona that is the the partner thinking that and then the other the other person the singer will say i'm gonna use like i to that's gonna be the singer speaking okay so um, like the narrator is i and the other person is the you <clears throat> Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's right. And the narrator responds, like, this was a bad idea. 
Like you, like you clearly weren't listening. Yeah, and um, I think I think the idea of like thought we'd settle down in Mesa, Arizona, is like I thought when we moved to Mesa we would be settled down, but we're not. Like yeah. our right, like it's the idea of like you can't move away from your problems. Like you're gonna move yeah. to somewhere new, and you're gonna think that that's gonna solve everything, but it doesn't. You're just still in your shitty relationship, but you're just now also in exactly. a shitty city. <laughs> Um, dear listener, if you think you can get to Mesa, Arizona to run away from your problems, <laughs> they're going to follow you and you're just going to be really fucking hot yeah. for like three months, maybe even four months out of the, like unbearably hot, not just a little hot, unbearably hot. It, yeah. It's, so just don't do it. Mesa is a terrible place to live or visit. Yeah. Spend any time there, really. <clears throat> it's, I, I really, I only go back cause my parents still live there. And even then like only every like three years. Right. <laughs> and and the other funny thing about about this song being in Mesa, Arizona is like I don't know if they know just how stifling Mesa, Arizona is, right? Like, do oh my god, because right, Cayetana is from Philly. By the way, we're doing the song Cayetana, <laughs> Mesa, Arizona, Mesa by Cayetana, uh, who is a Philly band. Um, yes, and they're actually sadly uh, about to break up. There, I think their last show is sometime in August in Philly. Okay, um, so don't get too attached to them, even though I, you know. I'll ask you, I already know the answer to this. Gabe, does Mesa slap? The Mesa song. Does the, not song. Slap. The, the song. Oh, no. The, the, song. the song Mesa slap. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about Mesa, Arizona, because that. Because uh, <laughs> if that's the case, Mesa, Arizona does not slap. It does not. Mesa, Mesa by Cayetana, it does slap. It does slap. So. Yeah, it absolutely slaps. This is. Um, we're not. You know, cat's out of the bag on this one. This is yeah, a we're really not, great song. It's like if if you've listened to this song, you understand that it's great. Um, the fact that we were able to talk about it for like I don't know, like twenty minutes before we even told you what song we were listening to, I think should tell you that like there's 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 a lot to unpack in this song, and it's a great song. Yes. So thought we'd settle down in Mesa, Arizona. I thought you'd heard the words, the words that I told you. We can only hurt ourselves so long, right? And I like that idea of like. We can only hurt ourselves until right, and then the next one is we can only hurt each other till it all goes wrong. The idea right. of like the like a relationship is only as miserable as it can as it can bear, and then it's not miserable mm-hmm. anymore because you you one of the two people leaves. Exactly. Yeah, and I and I have I have one hundred percent been there where it's like you slowly because I mean I think a, there's a lot of people in a lot of relationships that like descend ever so slowly. Like there's just you start to like get on each other's nerves or like you start to build up moments of when you needed something from your partner and they didn't give it to you. Right. And, and then you become builds, resentful. Just, and- yeah. Slowly builds resentment until they ask you to like put away the dishes. And instead you just like take a shit in the dishwasher. Yeah. yeah you're like, put, <laughs> put this away. And you're, you're smashing the dishes and just like yeah, yeah. pissing all over the exactly. tile floor. There's just like this incredibly toxic devolution of, of I, I think a lot of relationships go this way just due to like people are bad at talking to each other. Right. Um, and it's, it's it's a skill to learn to like how to actually communicate with your partner, which we've already learned that this is not happening between these two partners right. in this song. And I think the funny thing is that they're weirdly taking solace in the fact that, well, you know, it will only this this painful thing only lasts until we finally decide that we 
we don't hate each other enough to actually leave. Like that we that we care enough about ourselves that we're leaving. Yeah. Exactly. And I also like that they're like they the song understands that this is a co-constructed dynamic, right? Like we are hurting ourselves by doing this and we are hurting each other by doing this. Like this is these are like mutually reinforcing things that are going on simultaneously. We're destroying yeah. each other and ourselves in the process. Yeah, unlike unlike a lot of uh, like I you know I wouldn't necessarily say that like this is a breakup song per se, but like a lot of uh, say breakup or even relationship songs, one partner is to blame and the other partner isn't. Like the other per- partner is blame free, and typically it's the narrator who right uh, is, is pawning is blame the blame free. off on someone else or yeah. accepting I mean, so all the blame. <clears throat> Yeah, occasionally you do get like the also like I think this is also a, a super unhealthy behavior, and this is a behavior that I've engaged in in myself, where it's like when when a relationship goes south, that you that you as the narrator or myself thinking about my world, of I blame every like everything I did was what fucked it up, and that the other person did nothing wrong. Where it's like no, that's not what happened, and you're just getting into a really bad self-deprecating uh place uh, right it's not healthy for not healthy for your own personal growth yeah for sure for sure and then together we made flower well let me let's stop really quick because we haven't even okay. talked about like the music aspect of this song. oh yeah like geez what like did you so this, hey, well first of all i i was the one that sort of recommended this song so had you heard it before i said i, I had i had not heard this song okay um i had i had not heard Kayatana. Before you brought this up, which is really weird because this is one hundred percent the kind of band that I am into. Yeah, like I think that this. Um, I, I just sort of weirdly just assumed that you already knew and liked these guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we do Mesa by Cayetana, that'd be that'd be a good one. Like we both have some stuff to say about Mesa, and you know. And then you were like, "Oh, this is amazing! Like this is a good song. I'll I'll definitely do this." But I didn't know that you had never even heard it. <laughs> no, I had I had not heard the song before, which is like really weird because I'm a huge fan of like these like female fronted uh, like poppy pop rock pop punk or like punk and just rock and roll bands. Yeah. So some that are like are way way more like jangle poppy than Cayetana so like yeah this is this song was totally I mean I was predisposed to think this song slaps right um you know fully full disclosure you were Um, yeah you were not it was not really ever in doubt (laughs) you were like okay yeah that kind of that yeah that kind of like just like slightly uh so to actually like talk about the music it's just like that slightly overdriven guitar that's still like mostly clean just a little overdriven yep I'm a huge fan of that sound and aesthetic and lots of bands, not just female fronted bands. Although like weirdly I'm trying to think of like, there's a lot of, that's like a big, that's a, a lot of female fronted bands like that sound. I will just, just, I want to clarify. They're not just female fronted. They're female backed as well. Yeah. 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 Three women are in this band. Yeah. That's sorry. Yeah. It's like, but yeah, so it's like there, you have this uh, aesthetic that I, I really find I really like and it works really well. Yeah, I wonder why. Like, I'm just, like literally just I'm trying to think like so they kind of I originally I thought like reminded me a little bit of Best Coast. Do you listen to that? Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Like I think yeah. of, like a more like a sadder Best Coast, right? Or like oh, a, 100%. <laughs> like they're a, 100%. They're 100% a sadder Best they're, Coast. They're a sad <laughs> band for sure. Like um, their first song on this album uh, that this song is on is uh it's called Am I Dead Yet? And it's like, 
I'm not dead yet, but I'm not doing so great. <laughs> like, yeah. like they're they kind of hit you deep into the core. This is they're... this is like an existential nightmare yeah. of, a, of a band <laughs> in I mean, the best like... way possible. I would say, like, this is, like, if, like, Diet Sig... I would say Cayetana is, like, way more similar to Diet Sig than they are... Yeah, that, um, I mean, that's the same kind Coast. of genre, yeah. But, yeah, it's, like, same same, gen- like, same general extended universe of uh, pop rock bands. And then I like that the bass kind of carries the, the melody in a lot of, like, in a lot of parts of this song. Yes! Like, there's this, like, really jumpy, bouncy bass where the guitar is doing something a little more subdued, right? Just kind of, like, yeah. holding the chords. And it's, like, this mid-tempo thing, and the bass is just, like, having fun with it. So there's, like, a couple of different ways. Um, and this is just, to, like, to to kind of to back out about just rock songs or just music in general, and particularly song structure. When you're in the recording studio, you could very easily add like a second layer of another guitar on there doing like guitar doing fills doing like interesting stuff in between uh lyrics or in between verses and chorus but like that becomes hard to do live um, yeah and so instead like what i think what we got here is you the bass line and the bass the bass comes in and that they provide the kind of interesting texture or whatever yeah yeah exactly in in the song in between the points where there are lyrics or something else going on and that's really awesome particularly it's just because when you see when you hear something like this and then you go see a band like this live there isn't like necessarily anything lost from yeah exactly they can can just recreate that sound entirely i remember seeing um you know the band built to spill yeah (laughs) yes so they're like a total they're totally an example of the first type of band that you were talking about of just like you know, a million different guitar tracks in the studio. Oh, yeah. And they play live, and I've seen them a bunch live now, but, like, the first time I saw them live, I was like, holy shit, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that's... Exactly. And, like, does not... It is not, like... Ex- it is not... Because, I mean, there are bands who, you know, what they record in the studio and what they play live are nothing alike, and sometimes that's in, like, the absolute worst way possible because they're unable to recreate right, what... Right, Unless the they want to bring, like, 30 dudes on tour who are all playing, like, one little guitar lick in each song. Yeah, like, I mean, I think of, like, a band like like Lucero, who they have all these, like, it, it, like kind of ridiculous instrumentation on the album, but then only bring five people on tour. But, like, the song that you hear on tour is ever so slightly different and works for who they bring on tour. And not every band can do that. Right. And, not, and like, so then you get these, like, weird, disappointing live shows. Which I will say, I had fun at, at every Built to Spill show I've seen, but but it's always a little, like, huh. That's interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. So so good. We've talked about the music, so we're not just uh, we're not just, just yeah just, analyzing just doing, this like it's poetry. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is not just textual analysis. We can actually although it is uh, it is largely textual analysis. It's, well, I mean, it's 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 it's. Uh, I'm sorry. Like anything in the pop and rock universe is mostly good. And like, I am not. I refuse to like just turn this into a podcast where we listen to instrumentals. Oh, God. Because, <laughs> like, what are you going to fucking say about that? And who the hell's going to listen to that? Yeah, that would be, that'd be the worst shit ever. <laughs> so, together right. we made flowers out of weeds, dancing garbage instead of leaves, right? So, the idea here is, like, 
you know, we're, we're taking something awful and trying to turn it into something good, which is hilarious that they moved to Mesa in the hopes that they would, like, <laughs> have this flourishing relationship. Because it's like, yeah, they're, they're trying to do this thing, and it's clearly not working. They're, they're using this yeah. terrible thing to try to bring out, like, the, you know, the beauty in it. And it's just like, nope, that terrible thing is terrible for a reason. Yeah, so, like, this is, this is a weird thing of, like, I think these people went on vacation to, you know, Mesa or to Arizona, and, like, they were enamored by the desert. And we're like, oh, and which, if you've never been to the, the desert southwest before, it is absolutely gorgeous your first time. Yeah, it, it looks like nothing else. Like, yeah, yeah it, it really is, is interestingly, unique. like, unique. And, like, I remember this, like, you know, I uh, one of my when I brought one of my exes to meet my parents, and she was just absolutely enamored by the desert and, like, couldn't stop taking pictures, couldn't stop taking it in. And she's like, how do you not find this beautiful? And I was like, I spent, like, half of my life here. Fuck this place. Yeah, like, like it's, it's the desert, so stifling. It is, it's so it just oppressive. Turned, particularly in, like, where people live, like, the, the mode of – of architecture and the mode of development in Arizona is just fucking pave everything over. Yeah. And so it's just dirt. Yeah. Is it's, dirt, it's dirt and, and reeds. Like, you can't have like too much grass and things because it'll just die in the 120 degree heat. So it's yeah, like exactly. a lot of people's lawns are literally just like rocks. Like, yeah, so like these, they have these like yeah. little rocks that they spread across their lawn and like that's their which lawn. is like so much fucking better for the environment oh i'm sure trying to like yeah. those those people putting out fucking grass and keeping it green fuck you you're the reason that we're like not gonna have a planet in like 20 years right, right. But, but also it's way more aesthetically pleasing <laughs> absolutely i yeah i get it um but like all right so these people you know they went on vacation to arizona got enamored by it we're like yeah we're gonna move to mesa and they made some flowers out of weeds and dancing garbage instead of leaves. Yeah, that is. And then that the, is, that, what I that think of is like, Mesa. Yeah, and then what I think of is like a really like sort of enigmatic line of "Don't scratch my skinny legs and arms." Yes. Like, like what is happening in this relationship where you would remind someone not to do that? <laughs> you know, it's like it's yeah. like she's trying to say like we're making the best out of this situation, and then she's like kind of like reminding him not to do this thing and then also like kind of calling attention to like the frailty of her own body right and then it's wait till the waters come which is also hilarious because mesa arizona has no water whatsoever <laughs> yeah, they're, is... they're waiting for a thing that will never come yeah it is it is if it, like it is less than 10 inches of rain a year and it's all in one day like it yeah. is it is the worst it is i i it lit uh, listeners, if you can't under if you don't understand how much we fucking hate Mesa, like I think I think they do. Gabe, I think I, I, do I, they? I, no one is, no, no, is don't, no one do is... not insult the listeners. <laughs> I think I, I think what I'm trying to point to is I think we might be overdoing it. Like Mesa may be slightly better than we're making it's it out fine. to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not <laughs> terrible. No, it's not. It's 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 not better than we're making it out to Shout be. Shout out to Mesa, Arizona. You know, Shit. could really raise Shout a family out. there. <laughs> uh, get some cheap real estate out there i think i don't know is it cheap anymore uh, whatever that's not the point of this i live in southern california <laughs> everything's cheap to me <laughs> yeah that is the yeah so so they're gonna wait till the waters come <laughs> and that's you know don't hold your breath on that one uh yeah. which you know spoiler alert she does end up holding her breath yeah because it says i know i know each moment is fleeting i hold my breath uh, what is i hold my breath you're breathing 
Yeah. And then I, th- I I think that's I think that's what it is. This is this is a, a hard to hard to figure out. Yeah, I think it's like I think the idea of like I hold my breath but you're still breathing and like that's the sort of the gist of it, right? Yeah, um, I think that's. Uh... And then I love so so she's holding her breath like literally holding her breath for the water to come and the water mm-hmm. I think is supposed to be the metaphor for like the thing that is good about the relationship. Right, yeah. and of course it's never coming, and so she's literally holding her breath, and then with her kaleidoscope vision, I pass out in your kitchen, which is such a good like. Oh my god! My kaleidoscope vision. I'm trying to see everything in rose-colored glasses. Right, I'm making flowers out of weeds. I'm dancing in garbage instead of leaves. I have this like kaleidoscope vision, but then also it's the metaphor of like I'm literally losing my vision because like the bur- the oxygen is yeah, going to my brain. Out. I'm passing yeah, yeah. out, and I'm passing out in your kitchen. Yeah, it's uh, it, if you if you've never uh, if you've never passed out, like it is, you get this weird situation of like it's like this yellow and purple. And yeah, you spots see, it, it really is in. kaleidoscope vision. Like it's you see stars. Yeah. Like there's a reason that those like cartoons do that because that's what it feels like to pass out. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 super weird. It is really uncomfortable. Um, and the next thing you know, everything goes to black. Yeah, and I like that. Like a lot of this stuff is trying to you know like good good writing i'm using air quotes around good is like using specifics instead of general which is part of the reason that matt skiba (laughs) doesn't know how to write (laughs) lyrics um like like you use shout out to matt skiba shouts out to matty skeeves um (laughs) really killing it with his you know vampire metaphors and shitting razor blades yeah Um, razor blades (laughs) animal abuse metaphors (laughs) but this is really a song i think about like how that fails because it's like if you're using the specific to try to stand in for something general the specific is always going to be this like terrible pale imitation like mesa arizona in your mind is always going to look better than the mesa arizona that actually exists right like the flowers are going to be better than the weeds the garbage is going to be better than or the the leaves are going to be better than the garbage like yes everything is like this idea of the specific thing that i have will never compare to the you know ideal or generalized thing that i have in my mind and that's really what a relationship is too it's like navigating the difference between what you think about the relationship and like the actual interaction between the two people in the relationship yeah well and and i that's and that's exactly i think what we're what this song is is everything is this idealized version and I, i think you see that it is a struggle in relationships that you have this idealized version of your partner or you build some sort of heuristic of who your partner is. Yeah. Um, And sometimes it takes a really long time for that vision, that ideal of who you're with to break down. And sometimes it comes tragically too late or tragically too long after you've been in a relationship where you know, both people have built up such a level of like resentment and sadness about each other and about themselves. And I think that's what we're driving at, or this is what uh, Kayatana is driving at in this song is that it has been so long. This has been building for who knows how long. Yeah. And then, then finally you just reach a blackout point. Yeah. You pass out in your kitchen. I pass out in yeah. your kitchen. Like, and that's such, and the way that she says it, it's like, like she has the, the like the line read is like there's this pause like with my kaleidoscope vision i pass out in your kitchen like she's right. trying to like oh my kaleidoscope vision maybe this is it maybe this is where the waters come and everything's great 
nope. Did, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope till the end, and you know we can only hurt each other so yeah. long, and then it's fucking done. And I, I think that's the, and I think I pass out in your kitchen is the, this is no longer a home for both of us. This yeah. is no longer a place for both of us. This is your place and right that's a really interesting point like like the point at which she's passed out it's she's like disavowing that this was a place where they both settled down now it's your kitchen i'm passed out in your right. kitchen this ain't my kitchen yeah that's cool yeah this is a this is a this is a just a a, a fucking great it's, song yeah it, it really a... is just like a well done and i love that like the the music never never like does that thing where it gets you know too sad to try to yeah. like reflect the lyric it's just like nope this is like i am going to remain hopeful till the end and this song yes. is going to be happy and you know fun throughout like it's going to be a jolty sort of jumpy song yeah this is this is an upbeat like upbeat hap like i mean the music is upbeat and happy and which is which i i appreciate because to me like that's always a, a fun uh narrative that's like a fun musical and composition trick to have the music juxtaposed with the actual lyrics itself right um where the lyrics are the kind of like sad and i would argue i would argue that even like this song is a little desperate like there's a like yes. a, a desperate searching for happiness yeah this and... is a, this is a person that is is trying so hard to convince themselves that they didn't make a terrible decision with their life and that's kind of what the music is right the music is like no this is happy i swear i swear it's happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's it that's exactly what's that's that's exactly what's happening here and yeah and that's and so this is this is a song that um you know i Honestly, like I don't know how you don't say this song slaps. Yeah, I think that this is a this is like a universal slap song. Yeah, <laughs> like like there are songs that that slap very specifically to me. You know, like I get if yeah. people aren't gonna like that song, but I love it. And this one, I just think like anybody could like this song. Like yeah, I don't absolutely. care what kind of I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You'll love this song. <laughs> I don't I don't care who you are. <laughs> this song slaps. This song yeah. slaps. Hey y'all, Gabe here jumping in with a quick editor's note that there is a content warning ahead. This episode was recorded a few weeks ago and Darren and I speak about how we met as teenagers. During this portion of the episode, we talk about how we process school shootings with humor and satirical songs. In the light of the recent white supremacist attacks in Texas and California, as well as the Dayton shooting, we felt that we should give our listeners a heads up. If you are in a comfortable place to listen to something like that, please skip ahead to the 30-minute mark. Lastly, we want to express solidarity with the victims, their family, and friends in these trying times. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Gabe, um, we met in Mesa, Arizona. Oh, God, yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> yes, we... We met in Mesa, Arizona. So I'm actually, doing this I, like, a, like the talk show host who has to like yeah, try to get the guest uh, to like, hey, you have some story you want to tell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot. I I forgot <laughs> I wanted to tell this story. Um, so uh, so technically, I met. I don't know that we actually met at this show. All right, so listeners, uh, Darren and I were very active in like the Phoenix, Arizona music scene from the time we were like teenagers. And there was one uh, venue, literally, I think only one venue in Mesa that would host shit tons of local bands. Yeah, it was called the Nile. The Nile didn't give a fuck. They put on anything. 
they had this thing called local band hell which yeah. was super dope like you literally just submitted your band's name they fucking let you play you yeah, didn't have to was, have a demo it was like and it was it, they had a basement and an upstairs and so they would just do like a show upstairs while the other while the people in the basement are getting ready and then as soon as yeah. that show ended they'd do the basement show everyone would just like run down yeah the and so it'd be like anywhere from i think it was like usually 10 bands and it was like yeah. friday night it was all ages it was super dope it was a place to go and if you had a band like um like it was a great place to like try out music or see shit tons of new music being played most of it was bad most of most it was, of it was most so of it was bad god awful um, but every but now and then you would get a band that like that fucking ruled and you're like oh, oh this is fuck awesome. yeah um so, but one time i i went to i don't know if i was playing at a local band hell or not like there's a good chance i was but like i went upstairs and there was this guy and he was in a like what I now envision as a Paddington bear outfit <laughs> of like just like a yellow raincoat and like rain hat. Yeah, and it was like was... a well like a raincoat that had a hood, I think. Is oh it yeah. had a hood? Okay, I, I thought I, it I had a so. separate hat. I don't but know what it was on. <laughs> the hood is on. Oh, it was all yellow. He was sitting down playing guitar and he was singing a song about his favorite part about the summer. And you know what his favorite part about the summer was? There's no school shootings. Wow. <laughs> wow. And who is that person? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to know. It was, fu- it was fucking you, dude. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> What's funny is that you told me that, and and like we didn't know each other, and we didn't. I don't think even met that night. You were just like, I know, we, was, I don't you're think- that guy. Yeah. Later, oh, yeah, I think, like, I think we, like, oh, we you're that met, guy. yeah, I think we met, like, maybe even, like, a fucking year later, and I was <laughs> like, and that image just burned into your memory, just fucking burned into the back of my skull, and I was like, oh, shit, you're that dude, and I think you then, like, proceeded to mercilessly roast me for six months. Like, I mean, yeah, that's probably true, that's probably true, but... Oh my god. Um, and and that, now I, like what's funny is when you told me that story, like I didn't remember that specifically, but like it wasn't I was just like, yeah, I I was probably in a raincoat playing a dumb song. Yeah. <laughs> like that so, doesn't sound inaccurate. It's just like I, mean, this, I don't have a specific memory of that show at all. So this is this is the thing again, not, not, not to tie this all back together, like Phoenix, Arizona, and particularly Mesa, Arizona, is so bad that, like, you literally go out of your way to find ways to entertain yourself to the point of, like, you're not alone. People have told me stories about myself from, like, high school or, like, my early 20s, and I'm like, yeah, like, that 100% sounds like me. I don't remember doing that. Like, I've just done weird, a lot of weird shit just to, like fucking not kill myself from the board yeah like it's a thing <laughs> like, where it's like it, it doesn't even feel weird to me right like this thing that i'm just doing like the way that i am just choosing to live my life <laughs> is like someone else is like witnessing it and it's like oh god that's so fucking weird like who is this person and it like stays with them and you're just like oh yeah that's probably something i did but i don't remember yeah it's, it's like it's like i've done i've done enough to me, completely not notable stuff. Like, nothing I've done in my life is, like, particularly, like, notable or interesting. And then somebody tells me a story about it, and I'm like, yeah, no, I do, oh, I do remember doing that. Like, that wasn't even the craziest thing I did that night. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure that after the raincoat, I did some weird bullshit that night. Like, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you. <laughs> And it was, and it wasn't 
because like it was like entertaining or fun for anybody except for yourself. No, like, yeah, the whole thing was just to be as weird and like you know dumb as possible because it's funny, so that you can look oh, back yeah. on it and be like, remember when I did that thing? Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and like. Because, like, Jeff Flynn has a similar story about me, like, spinning a basketball and reading Beowulf, like, on stage somewhere. And uh, probably at the Nile Theater in Mesa, Arizona. But it, like, I was like, yeah, like, like, he remembers it more vividly (laughs) than I do. Because that was just a thing that, you know, you're just like, yeah, whatever. I I spun a basketball and read Beowulf. What's the big deal? Yeah. Well... (laughs) So I, uh, I, all right. So to give an actual specific story for myself as well is I remember I, I moved in with this guy and, uh, <laughs> he told me, he's like, oh shit, I was there when you set yourself on fire and jumped off a roof. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I did do that. That, that like, yep, that, that was 100% something I did because fuck Mesa, Arizona. There is nothing else to do <laughs> except for literally want to set yourself on fire and jump off of a roof. <laughs> oh God. I'm surprised I'm not dead. I am like shocked. Yeah. There's, there's moments in my life where I'm like, I probably like that should have killed me. Yeah. All right, so... All right, so, uh... And we're out. (laughs) So, Cayetana, Mesa, Arizona, slaps. Next time, we have the inaugural episode of Did It Slap. We'll be talking about This Is a Call by the Foo Fighters. You can find Does It Slap on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, shit, just about everywhere. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends and give us a five-star rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. The reviews will help other people find the podcast. In your review, feel free to tell us what song you want us to give the slap treatment. Who knows? We might just add your favorite song to the slap canon. Follow us on Twitter at DoesItSlapPod. Our theme music is provided by the patron saints of slap, New Junk City. Find a link to their band camp down in the episode description. Our cover art is done by Jeremy Hammond. Find him on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Boom. And we're out.